And I said, Piper? I hardly know her. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, that's so we don't have an intro. <laughs> I, thought, I, I legit was going to say it, but I'm like, nah, we're running that joke into the ground, I guess. <laughs> Never yeah, mind. Let me, it, let me do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back uh, to another episode. Dos hermanos. It's officially we're, we're in our 40s. God damn. We're in our forties. What a time to be alive, all right? <laughs> Getting old. This is episode forty-one. Pretty sure, yeah, forty-one. Isn't it like? Well, okay, I, I wouldn't say shitty. I just remember the last time I saw it, I didn't like it. Where it's called "This Is Forty, I think, with Paul Rudd. This is forty. You never heard that's, of that movie? That sounds familiar, but I wouldn't know what it's about. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's the title gives it yeah totally so this movie is 11 years old now uh the title kind of gives it away it's like a married couple going through life they they barely trust well the dude is in his 40s and the woman is like in denial or is like nah i'm not in my 40s i'm barely 40 and paul rogers funds yeah you've been 40 for three years huh and she's actually 43 it is bad. Midlife crisis shit. Sounds boring. Uh, they were kind of boring. I don't recommend it. I recognize the main. Yeah, they got some mifonas in here. <laughs> Leslie, man. <laughs> uh, oh, but... yeah, Mifon? Oh, I'm Melissa McCarthy. You right about that, Marco? <laughs> Fuck no. The main girl, the, the main actress, I feel like I've seen her in every single comedy that ever came out in the early 2000s. Especially like, especially like B-list uh, comedies. Not really, <laughs> you know, top tier. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, literally, like, I, I know I've seen her a million times, but I can't think of, like, any movie off the top of my head that I know she was in. The only thing I can think of is uh, Big Daddy with Adam Sandler. Oh man, that was a good movie. I like that one. Yeah, that's a really good fucking movie. It's yeah, I was genuinely surprised how good it was. Right, I have the, I allegedly. Oh no, not anymore. Because I'm doing ah, I didn't, I didn't pirate the song anymore. Now I think about it. Because I used oh. to have to pirate the song, one of the songs in the soundtrack. Because for some reason, so it's a cover of another song, and the only like legit legal way to like listen to it or download it was like on spotify and shit but like the original version which isn't that good but the cover of the song uh i gotta look it up it's really good but for the longest time it's not in any like streaming service so for a while i allegedly used a certain tool to download the song onto my phone May or may not have been legal. Who's to say? <laughs> but now that I have YouTube Music, I could literally download the song on there, and it'll still technically be legal because it's YouTube, right? <laughs> <laughs> All these yeah. fucking hoops. Oh, you see, I think forty percent rotten tomatoes. This shit deserves more than that. Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, what? Big Daddy's only forty percent on rotten tomato. Oh, thirty nine actually. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes. Are you fucking out? I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. That's BS. That's, that has I'm, to be the critic score, right? That can't be. Yeah, it's the critic score. The audience score is a 75%, which I accepted. I said it's a 75% in my opinion, too. Let's see, 39%. Damn. For what? <laughs> for Big Daddy? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, for what? Like, why? Okay, so here's the. Consensus of the critics. Adam Sandler equates himself admirably, but his charm isn't <laughs> enough to make up for Big Daddy's jarring shifts between crude humor and mockish sentimentality. <laughs> there's 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 one review that just says amiable schizoid and disposable. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Damn yeah, all like these five years ago. <laughs> Damn, all these well, all the reviews I'm seeing are from the 2000s, like 2002, 2008. Oh, this movie's from 1999. I forgot. Damn. 2005. Funny, sweet, understand, not bleach, sweet. What? Are you rhyming? Are you rapping right now, dog? What the fuck was that? What kind of review is that? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love looking at I love looking at either IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes and going to like critically acclaimed movies and look looking at their worst reviews because it's all I I love just seeing how different the different people's perspectives are. <laughs> I'm trying to look for some right now. This one, June 18th. Damn, June 18th. That's like around the corner. 2002, so 21 years ago. <laughs> Zero out of four. Top critic, supposedly, from the San Francisco Chronicle. Worst of, all is, <laughs> worst of all is the way Adam Sandler wants it both ways. To muck around and gross out humor one minute and then turn schmutzy. Hold on, sorry, okay. sorry. Uh, I'm going to cut this out. Damn it, that was my, hold on, my bad. That was my brother. All right. <laughs> I'll cut this out. <laughs> I, I was reading the, the fucking review by Edward Gutzman. Worst of all, it's the way... Adam Sandler wants it to have it both ways, to muck around and gross out humor one minute and then turn schmaltzy the next minute with some fraudulent business about how much he loves the kid. Jesus Christ. Like, just, it's a, yeah, it's a comedy movie, but why you gotta go so deep about it? I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find, like, across the Spider-Verse reviews, why is it so complicated? <laughs> you can you guys just look at the fucking ratings and filter it. I want to see. I want to see people shitting on it. You know, like you get even for movies I really, really like. Like I still love to see people shitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> I do the opposite when it's like movies I really fucking hate. I love watching movie like videos <laughs> that praise it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> for that, I'm really go to Jeremy Johns because that motherfucker loves every movie, no matter what it is. <laughs> so like, I'm like, I really hated this movie. I'm sure Jeremy John really liked it. Sure enough, he did. So I watched his review and I'm like, this is dumb. You're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you you remember the the YouTube channel that used to do the Honest Trailers? And they did... Do you remember, do you remember that, that uh, yeah, channel? Yeah. They they had this cool series. Like It was actually pretty good. I, I They had a podcast version of it that I would listen to while in high school like while doing other random shit. Like you, the it's called it was called movie fights where they just had like random people and they would give them a topic and they had to debate it like uh what's the best Marvel movie or what's the worst horror movie and like they have to debate it and they had one with Jeremy Johns and I think another it was another movie movie uh I'm pretty sure it was another YouTuber or just just Jeremy Johns. I think I want to see Chris Luckman on there too, but they had Jeremy Johns, and I think I forgot what the the debate was. Something, it was something Star Wars related. I think they were just like debating like which either Star Wars in another franchise or just something something with the Star Wars movies. And you could just tell that Jeremy Johns had no fucking critical analysis skills whatsoever, because like. He ended up winning, and it pissed me off because, like, the way they the way they win is by seeing like how much the audience claps and cheers for them. And literally, Jeremy John's like closing statement was just like, "It's Star Wars. How can you not like Star Wars?" And like everyone fucking cheered and clapped like fucking monkeys. It's, it's like literally went crazy. It's like fuck. Like, and like yeah, just the whole time. Like it was just man. Like. No, like, <laughs> no, no shame. Literally, like, no, no shame. No shame to his, to. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but you could tell he's not exactly a deep thinker when it comes to movies. It, I know we've we've like uh, I've had this topic recently with a couple of buddies over the weekend, where uh, I asked them uh, when you guys ask for someone's opinion on, say, a movie or a game. You just won't want them to give you like a quick like five to ten word statement about it, or do you like you cool with like them giving you like oh, an analysis on said thing? And like everyone except for one person was like, I prefer the Jeremy Johns <laughs> thing. Well, one of them was like, No, nah, I actually like it when people go analytical and like you know go on deeper and test the surface. I'm like, Yeah, you're my kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I honestly, I think it's. Uh, I mean, I don't mind if they just give something simple. Uh, that's fine, but I mean, I'm not. It's not gonna really carry any weight for me if you just. It's, good. Uh, it, it, it's okay. just like, I, I do feel like, 
if it's uh if you ask for it that's a different thing you know like you'd be like hey what do you think of this movie and they're they have like the opposite uh, view or uh, opinion on it than you do and you're like oh yeah how come and then i feel like it's free game after they ask that question right but sometimes they do be like oh what's your opinion on this and you go on a spiel and they'll be like damn I thought you were just going to say it was good or bad. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's understandable. I, I did just assume that you wanted to hear everything. <laughs> take it to my own hands on that point. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I used to do that. If someone would ask me just sort of title of a movie. And then like, I remember one time in high school, uh, tw- Blade Runner 2049 was coming out. And I, I, was rec- I, was, I had a friend in high school who hadn't seen the first one and I and I was trying to tell her about it. She was like, Oh, what do you think of the like what do you think of the first one? And I gave a whole ass spiel. She and she looked at me, she's like, uh, can you just give me like a rating out of ten? <laughs> uh, damn. Like, like, Shit, all right. I felt like I mean I felt like a jackass, but I'm like, damn it, like like if that's all it took, you could have just asked me that straight up. <laughs> the the rating number is like that's even though i use it because again like you just said a lot of people just want to know like oh what are you rated it bothers me that like that rating number has more power than like the actual words spoken about it and it goes both ways uh anybody who's a fan of donkey most likely has seen this video on reviewers specifically on video games or it's like you know, the way they're talking about it, you're like, oh, they must have really fucking hate that, didn't they? And they give it like a four out of five. You're like, what the fuck? Like, you just <laughs> said it was mostly, for most of your, like, your review, you just said it was full of, uh, I don't know, bugs or da- a bunch of downtime uh, and shit like that. And yet you still give it like a fucking four out of five at the end. What the hell? <laughs> and there'll be other times where, like, oh my God, I love this. I love the music. I love the cutscenes. I love. All the gameplay mechanics, two out of five. And it's like, then what did you hate more? All you, all you talked about was mostly what you love about the thing. And you give me a really low score. Like it goes both ways. And I'm like, we should probably just like get rid of the number. I know Chris Stuckman doesn't do the rating at the end of his reviews anymore. Due yeah, to, he stopped due doing to that. Because he used to do the letter system, A plus, A minus, you know, shit like that. Yeah. So it was like creative, like taking his own spin on it, but like he noticed that like no one really fucking cared about like his words, like what he actually said. They just cared about the fucking rating at the end. So, yeah. Main reason why he stopped, which is understandable. Fucking annoying. You see all the comments. <laughs> Who always skipped at the end to see the rating? It's like Oh yeah. Awful. And like honestly, I remember seeing this in the comments a lot because I thought it was a really good point. Like people would be like he would be reviewing like some animated movie, like some I don't know, some like Pixar or Disney movie, and it was still good. And so he gives it like a like he gives it, like an A, and he's like, oh no no no, okay he he no my bad my bad he he reviews he review like something kind of you know not as like cinematic in like an epic way, so like like some random some random animated movie or like a some random rom com, and he'll give it like a B or an A. Something something pretty decently high. And then people will compare it like, oh, but you gave this superhero movie an A or B. Like, it's, it's, you're selling me this random rom-com is on par with The Dark Knight? It's like, it's not, that's not the point. It's like, it's different. There's different categories of movies. It's an A as a romance because it's a romance movie. The Dark Knight's an A for superhero movies because it's a superhero movie. Because, like, so people kind of feel like, you know what I mean? Like, if you give, like, they, they, they think just because they have the same grade, like, they're on par. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I used to get that a lot. I used to get into dumbass discussions about it. Like, I had a friend who I recommended, uh, call, me, call Me By Your Name. I recommended her that movie. And she really liked it. And she asked me what I thought about it. Because back then, and still now, I rate things out of five. Our friends call it the Enrique scale. <laughs> and uh, I told her I was like, honestly, seeing how that movie's like in like in my top ten favorite movies of all time, I say a four out of five. And she goes, really that high? I was like, yeah. She's like, but you also gave Infinity War a four out of five. I'm like, well, yeah, because they're not the same fucking movie. Like they're different <laughs> genres. 
<laughs> you can't compare the two. <laughs> yeah, they're like the complete polar opposites of one another, but I can still give them pretty high ratings or the same rating. Yeah, that's different ballparks. Yeah, that, that, that's also yeah, that's also the annoying thing. Is like, I mean, I get if people like the 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 score, but when, like that's all you're gonna take away from the review. <laughs> it's just like, damn, all right. Cause then, then if they end up don't like, end up not liking it, like it could be some like super niche ass movie, some black and white fancy thing, and you give it you give it a great score, and people are like, oh, this was ass. Well, maybe if you add let, read the actual review, not just took the number <laughs> on face value, you could see if it was actually for you. Nah, but nobody has enough time for that. <laughs> the fuck that. They really don't know. <laughs> They're like, damn, this Chris Tucker review on say. For example, across the Spider-Verse. Damn, it's 10 plus minutes long. Oh, but Jeremy Jones is only three minutes. Oh, let's watch that one instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the be- honestly, the best the best, uh, the best, best way I-, I heard it put was by Ralph the Movie Maker. Just Jeremy Jones is like turning to your buddy in the movie theater after the movie just ended. And, hey, what do you think? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I love watching Ralph's old videos and see all the jabs that Jeremy Johns he does. He fucking hated him. <laughs> he hated him so much. Like I remember, I still remember. There was like a, it was like it was a little clip tacked on at the one of the end of one of his videos where he, it was him in his computer at his computer screen in a dark ass room, glaring at a Jeremy Johns video, and like just he's just watching him spiel. And he's like, and he's giving like a voiceover like, this man has over a million subscribers. I put these long ass reviews and I don't get even half of what he gets. It's like, I don't know, it's, it sounds a little, it's, it sounds a little egotistical when I'm saying it, but like, it makes sense. Because Ralph, Ralph, for anyone that doesn't know, it's just, he's just, he's just really good home reviewer on YouTube. But he also, he's actually, he's also pretty damn funny. Granted, I haven't seen his videos in a while, but like a lot of his classics, they're, they're like really long, thirty-plus minute reviews with really good comedy and, but at the same time, really good points about the movie that honestly, a lot of them like I wouldn't even think of. But yeah, he puts all this effort, and then Jeremy Johns makes like a five-minute surface-level video, and he gets fucking millions. <laughs> and fucking gets on trending as well on YouTube and every fucking time. <laughs> yeah. And like, and no, the thing is, like, Ralph has also made movies of his own, hence, like, the name Ralph the Movie Maker. Yeah. So he obviously knows, like, what goes into it, especially him, who had, like, to work with budgets as small as $200 for his movie. Yeah. While Jeremy Johns never touched a fucking camera, besides, like, filming himself to talk about a movie in that sense. So, <laughs> so like, they both do have different credentials, I guess, if you want to call Jeremy Johns' credential being quick and hip. So, you know, everybody likes him without, you know, being... He just never steps on anybody's toes. That's what Jeremy Johns doesn't do. He wants to be safe and be like, you know what, I'm just going to give an overall. I'll never be I'll never be specific. I'll never say exactly what I mean. I'll just say vague shit the whole time so everybody likes it. And that's what he does. And it works for him. That's the sad part because to this day, I don't even think Groff has still hit a million subscribers to this day. No. I'm look, I'm going through their all their YouTube channels right now. Ralph is still at 600k. There you go. <laughs> and then I think another example is half in the uh, Red Letter Media. They've been making YouTube videos since the early 2000s, and I think they barely hit a million like two, three years ago. Really recent, a couple years ago, they barely hit a million. I've, I've been getting more and more into them lately. I've been watching a lot of their content recently. They're, it's really good. They're good, but I told because I think I think uh, I forgot who one of our friends told me that they watched them, but they they couldn't get into it just because if it was too boring. And like honestly, I get it. That's why like I, I don't. That's, sit- that's how I view it at first. Yeah. Like I, when I first got into them, <laughs> I was like, "Damn, this is really fucking slow and boring." Holy shit! Yeah, like, it's I, it, it's not a them channel. In the is better. Like exactly. never, never have it on the TV screen. Have it on your laptop or on your phone screen while you, I don't know, you're playing an open world game or something. That, exactly. That's that's how I mostly enjoy it. It's really fucking good. Because like I've been playing games where a lot of the time there's like no dialogue. It's just like the noise of the world and like if there's music, there's music. It's kind of like damn, it's way too quiet. I just put on a red letter media video and just have that in the background. All right, this works. This is really yeah. enjoyable. 
<laughs> I love the channel, but that's how I do it too. Like I, I'll watch them while I'm eating or doing something else. Cause I'm like, yeah, it, it's really good, but it's like I don't want to. I'm not gonna sit, and especially they're long too. And it is just two guys talking to each other for an hour. It's like, yeah, I'm not gonna sit there and watch, like with popcorn and shit. It's not. It's it's not that kind of YouTube I, channel. I sometimes I just fucking throw a curveball at you and you're like, what the fuck? Do the the trying to save the universe as they did. <laughs> I remember putting I remember putting that on at our friend's house and we, you and I were the only ones laughing our asses off while they looked Yeah, the others were mortified mortified by what they fucking just saw. Petrified even. They did not <laughs> like that video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was the same night when I put on too many cooks. Oh <laughs> they yeah. Never, they've never seen it either. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, but it really takes its fucking time. <laughs> I I love I I just love that video. Sadly, I I wasn't one of the first ones to experience it live on television because I think they only like they dropped it like April Fools at like two a.m. two thirty a.m. I think no <laughs> announcement, no nothing, just dropped it. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> All right, if you guys haven't seen either of those videos, do yourself a favor and watch it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're both really good. <laughs> Yeah, just search of half in the bag. Not half in the bag. God damn it. Red Letter Media. Red Letter Media. George Foreman Grill. <laughs> is that what it's called? I think it's... That, is that what it's called? Oh, it's called the George Foreskin Grill. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a minute and a half, but watch, don't watch it with anyone else around. <laughs> I don't watch it with friends. Either way. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. You do watch it with friends. There were too many cooks. See everybody's reaction on that one. George Foreskin Girl. I've only shown too many cooks to friends when, like, we're having a night of, like, drinking and whatever, uh, under the influence, so to speak. And everybody's reaction is always vastly different from the other person. <laughs> like, like the last time uh, when, when you put on the George Foreskin video, when I put on too many cooks, I remember one of them was just like, uh, I'm gonna take it off. He's like, no, 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 it's getting better. It's getting better. He's like, no, I'm gonna take it off. And the other guy was like, nah, keep it on. I'm actually liking it. <laughs> it's just like, you always get vastly different reactions from people with too many cooks. Fucking <laughs> showed Abraham in that video one night. He fucking hated it. <laughs> every, every fucking time, like, five or six characters were introduced, he's like, he's gonna start now. Is it, it? It's still going. It's still fucking going. <laughs> oh man, I don't get videos like that anymore. Jesus Christ! Does those sims still do like those little animations in between their shows? Oh yeah, they do. Uh, I I don't have fucking cable television, but I'm sure they do. Yeah, I me mean, neither. I haven't had. I don't. I feel like they're still doing good. They're, I, I don't know. I, this this show came completely out of nowhere. This, they're making like a Superman show. It's very anime-esque, but not like... More more on the line of like Teen Titans or Voltron, the Netflix show. Like where it's, it's, anime, it's anime-esque. You can tell it's very inspired by anime, but it's not like a full-blown anime. But it's, it's, a, but it's a Superman show and like... So far, it's they've just been showing like they just showed a trailer and the then the the opening was released. Damn, it looks really good. I I'm honestly surprised. But I I I didn't expect. I, I didn't know it was gonna be. I didn't know it was gonna be on on Adult Swim. But I'm. I mean, damn. Adult. I feel like Adult Swim's still doing pretty good. I mean, fucking Smiling Friends too. I'm really hoping they get a new season. Oh, okay. You just. Speculating. I was like, oh, they, they did confirm it? Oh, no. Well, is it? Uh, all, all I saw was that, like, Zach uh, retweeted that they're releasing the first season on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's well, about it. Well, I, I searched it up. It said, uh, there's a, apparently there's a fucking wiki for Smiling Friends, as there is for everything. The, on February 9th last year, there it was renewed. They just haven't said anything about it yet. Mm, okay. The only the only other thing I saw was that like, Zach was tweeting out that they needed. He was looking for for animators and shit like that on Twitter, and he tweeted mm -hmm. about it. 
And he, like, explicitly said, do not, like, submit fan art of the show. Submit your own original work. Otherwise, <laughs> we're going to have to be obligated not to hire you. Because <laughs> it could be, like, a, co- a conflict of interest or a thing. Please yeah. submit your original work. And that, that's, like, that's the last I've heard of, like, new episodes or a new season coming out of Smiling Friends. Yeah, damn. I'm seeing it on here. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's coming out. Even Michael Michael Cusack, uh, is was our is is already talking about it. Just saying that it so far progress is good and everything. Damn. All right. Yeah, Thank God. Let's go. Fucking. You, you know what I've wanted to do? Mm. I wanted to send, not send. Uh, check out the show. They greenlit instead of Hellbenders. The fucking Mister Pickles. <laughs> I've always wanted to check it out because it's still fucking going. Yeah, it's still fucking going. I I can't. I'm, that blows my mind. It that sh- that I don't know. I, I it's it looks disgusting. It looks the animation. Why like, the animation itself? It's so fucking revolting. I uh, I, I I've only seen like one snippet of it, and it's like I guess it's very gory at parts. So I'm like. Is that it? Is, is there like a story? Is it like a branding story? Or is it like one of those where the story is happening in the background? So like the main thing you see isn't anything? I'm just very curious because I remember being so upset hearing the news that like Hellbenders was denied because of Mr. Pickles. And I'm like, I, I wish we saw more of Hellbenders. And I know because of legal reasons, they couldn't do more on their own YouTube channel. But it's like they like that was literally the end. Like they killed Hellbenders. It's like yeah. <laughs> it's always gonna be a piece of internet history. But like, like what could have been such a classic fucking video. I don't, I don't know. Like I I would say for like the next year or maybe more, we'll just randomly say like punchlines and catchphrases from <laughs> Hellbenders. <laughs> I want more. I'm not trying to undermine him, but I genuinely sometimes kind of wonder, like, how did Psychic Pebbles get so big? Because I mean, maybe he deleted them, but like, I'm on his YouTube channel. He really doesn't have that many videos. He doesn't. He really. Like, but how did he blow up? Like, he. I, he think, really... I think Hellbenders alone is what blew him up. Oh. I honestly believe that. I guess, but like, I forgot who it was, but I remember on the Skyrim age... video also blew up. The what? Oh, the Skyrim one? Oh, yeah, yeah, that one blew true. up too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the, because I, I remember, I mean, he, he's, he's connect, he met, what's his face? The fucking kid from Stranger Things. The fucking, what the fuck? What's his name? Nick Wolfhard? Finn Wolfhard? Yeah. He knows, like, he knows him. Like, and I remember on HG podcast uh, years, years ago, like 2016, 17. I remember uh, Ethan telling a story, very brief. I forgot who it was, but how Psychic Pebbles connected him with someone pretty famous. And I'm just wondering, like, so, like, Psychic Pebbles, like, he has connections. He, I, I'm not trying to undermine him again. He's clearly talented and really funny. But like I'm just I was I just go to his YouTube channel. I'm like, damn, like how did he get big? I I say the, the work speaks for itself. Uh, yeah. I remember Finn Wolfhard and his lesser known brother, who was a voice actor. Uh, it's because of it's because of his younger brother, uh, really liking his uh, Pebbles videos, mm-hmm. and like obviously him being a voice actor, always wanted to you know voice online and something. And then, yeah. obviously, because they're brothers, hey, meet this guy. Hey, what's up? And there you go. <laughs> like, that's what I'm thinking in Finn Wolfhard's case, at least. Uh, everybody else is, yeah, it's a fucking issue. <laughs> <He, laughs> like, I, okay, I know he met Jontron because of uh, Newgrounds. Because Psychic Pebbles used to post on Newgrounds. Like, like all the greats oh, that's used true. to post on Newgrounds. And if, if you're big on Newgrounds, you had connections up the asshole with yeah. every other animator in the planet. So I say that helped them a lot as well. Him and Oni, they both uh, collabed on Newgrounds first, then collabing on Hellbenders afterwards. 
Yeah, actually, that's actually a really good point. I completely forgot about Newgrounds. That's probably where it started. And then, then he met John Tron. And John Tron, to this day, is still pretty big. He's doing pretty good. He has connections as well, so... It's the people that he knows as well that helps him a lot. Ethan from H3H3, those two go way back as well. Yeah. All three of them, actually. Sticking with the people you know, and, like, you know... All of them just blew up on their own, right? Oni is about to release a phenomenal-looking game. Like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. I always forget about the game. Yeah. beautiful. Like, holy shit. You fucking Oni just made a music animated a music video for Jack Black. <laughs> really? Yeah, you didn't you didn't know that? It blew up. No, no what the yeah, f- it, what? It's on it's on both the Tenacious D, Jack Black's band YouTube channel, and on Jablitsky Games YouTube channel. It's called video games. And it's like it's a hundred percent it's completely animated. And I think Oni went as far as like making that video all the way to all the way up to eight K. Like holy shit! <laughs> Jesus, yeah, no, I searched it up. Oh my god! It looks beautiful. That music video alone, as well, like it just looks amazing. Oh my god! Wait, is his game gonna look like this? Like this kind of art style? No, his game is more. It's more claymation. Oh, oh wait, his, yeah. His his game is uh. From what he said, the specs are still gonna be like pretty high. He said it wasn't going to be as high as 8K, but definitely will make it to 4K, 2160, 120 FPS. Yeah, I searched up the I searched up the trailer. Damn. God damn. Honestly, it's still it's really cool seeing YouTubers actually make actually kick off like really cool projects like this. I'm trying to think of more. I know Chris Stuckman makes like movies and stuff now. But I don't know where the hell you find that. I don't know where he's... Well, okay, so Chris Stugman, he was a director for an already existing movie. They just hit him up and asked him if he wanted to direct it. But Chris Stugman is now making like his own movie from the ground up. He's writing, producing, directing it himself as well. So. Oh. Yeah, because I remember he made a... Damn, he made a movie, horror movie. He made a horror comedy movie called Auditorium 9, I think. Mm-hmm. About a about a guy working in a movie theater, and one of the auditoriums turns out to be haunted, and it looked good. But I think he only released like physical copies, and that's it. So like, if you did, if you didn't get one, go fuck yourself. You're not you're never watching it. Jesus, how do you spell auditorium? Well, easily that's all they could really afford to do. <laughs> like they can't really afford to rent out movie theaters or or even one to show the movie and stuff like that. So you gotta do what you can and just print out DVDs for it and sell it physically. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Auditorium 6, my bad. But, like, I'm surprised they didn't at least put it up, like, on YouTube or something. Yeah, it could be for uh, legality reasons. I know uh, Kick the PJ, very obscure YouTuber that referenced, like, uh, I remember he did, like, a whole project that was supposed to be, like, like an online show, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about Hotel Something. And, like, it looks pretty... Like he, he was only able to show a few clips of it. It looked really good. And he even had fucking Patrick Stewart on as well. Like, holy shit. What? He, showed, he showed a couple like a couple seconds of like Patrick Stewart's part. Or, sorry, Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and, like, the motherfucker's in a fucking fish outfit. Like, fish costume. And, like, how the fuck did you get him to do that? That was before the Emoji movie, right? So I was like, okay, after the Emoji movie, I was like, okay, you can make him do anything. But before the Emoji <laughs> movie, I'm like, the fuck? How'd you get Patrick Stewart in a fish costume? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Damn. Yeah, and he's right now he's making something called Shelby Oaks. That's uh, the horror movie uh, oh, that yeah. he's writing, directing, producing himself. Keith David in this? Isn't that what? Who? Keith David. Who's that? Um... He's a he does a lot of voice acting mostly like uh, he voices the villain and he voices the villain in Princess and the Frog, the cats in Coraline. Oh, Pres- I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he voiced Spawn. Yeah, I fucking love his voice acting. He's also in a fuck ton of Cartoon Network, like random episodes of cartoons, like Adventure Time and shit. Like his voice is so distinct. 
That's crazy, though. Yeah. He's really getting fucking star power in here. <laughs> That's cool. That's super cool. It, it, it kind of like go back to the the animators. For me, it's kind of surreal because like e- even with others, because uh, like me and you were like watching them like in elementary and middle school, and like years later, they just blew up to like a level none of us expected. <laughs> yeah. Like holy shit! I remember I think it was like fifth grade, sixth grade. I think maybe in seventh grade, where you like you first introduced me to John Tron because of his goosebumps. Uh, no, 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 not his goosebumps video. The <laughs> Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, <laughs> no, oh that was, yeah. No, the first one you showed me, uh, you and your brother, I should say, was Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, dude, they're still so freaking good. I still can't. I, st- I, st- I love going back to like 2017 and before era of YouTube. Like I would say the my favorites like twenty twelve to like twenty seventeen. Just so many of those classic videos plug and play for you for the dark goosebumps. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, because I remember my brother and I like almost every morning before going is cause we would wake up like an hour before we had to go to school. And cause our bus picked us up like right in front of the house. So we we had no problem. Like we just we just we could always leave a little, we always had a little leeway of time, and we would just be like, we'd just be sitting in front of the TV watching JonTron with our bowls of cereal. Like, Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> like, man, I don't know, I always wonder, like, if, I always wonder if that's kind of like a new thing for our, for that our generation kind of did, is like, you know, like, for people from, the, like, the 90s and 80s, it was like, oh, Saturday morning cartoons, like, I like the, the 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 cliche is always me like a kid sitting in front of the TV watching Saturday morning cartoons with a bowl of cereal like like for me that was a, that was like more YouTube than it was like cable television for sure and I think that's mainly because even when we became when we were brought into the world so to speak uh, Saturday morning cartoons are really a thing anymore because you have like whole as channels dedicated to showing you cartoons yeah so like Saturday morning cartoons are definitely more like late 70s early 80s sort of thing oh well, well, before that saturday morning cartoons started like since the fucking 50s 60s sort of thing but like yeah. as time went on you know i say i think the mid 80s is when saturday morning cartoons began to fade away because of nickelodeon cartoon network and shit like that but by the time we were brought into the world those were like popular you still have to wait weekly for the new episode, obviously, but it wasn't often oh, specifically Saturday morning. I still remember from from all my school years, except for when we no longer got cable, because that was a waste. Just waking up, because uh, I used to sleep with the TV on, just for the noise. I, I can't sleep in complete silence. <laughs> and, you know, turning it on, fucking Aquanauts was playing on fucking <laughs> Disney, or... Uh, uh, Bubble Guppies, whatever the fuck that weird show is called on Nickelodeon. <laughs> I just wake up and I'm like, ah, right, look, it's and yeah, I, I did exactly what you did. Just like, ah, I'll just get a quick bowl of cereal and just uh, watch a bit until my bus gets here. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, then as we got older, when we were like in middle school, maybe fifth grade at the earliest, and like you know we had the iPads and all that shit, then a new video from our favorite YouTuber became our Saturday morning cartoon, because it yeah. wasn't weekly uploads, it was like, John Tron's case was like, once every couple months. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <literally. laughs> and it still is to this day. <laughs> yeah. That hasn't changed. But I, I would definitely say our generation was definitely the last one to experience that. Because I feel like, today's day and age, there's like, so many fucking content creators, where like, A, if like, one didn't upload today, I'm sure the other 20, 30 plus fucking YouTubers you subscribed to did. And yeah. That's one of those. Yeah, that's true. And I just, I, I'm gen, man, it, it genuinely surprises me when, when I see someone, like I go to someone's, I go over to someone's house and they have, they still have cable. Like my girl's parents, bless their hearts, they still have cable. Um, But they also have all the streaming services. I'm just, I just wonder, like, that's the equivalent of like seeing uh someone uh going in the parking spot 
in reverse. It's like it's unnecessary. You do not need to go into reverse. You can just park it normally. But since you want the attention and be like, hey, look, guys, I did it. Hey, look, guys, we got cable, but hey, if you don't want none of that, we got all the streaming services. Like, shut the fuck yeah. up. One or the other. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I don't understand why, why, well, for one, why pay for fucking both? That's so well, expensive. Exactly. <laughs> But if you have the, oh, do I want to watch cable where 90% of the content I'm going to consume is ads and I don't even get to pick what I want to watch or or the streaming services where I no ads and I and I can pick whatever the hell I want. Like, I don't know. It's so it's crazy. It's really crazy. Like, because now it like nowadays, well, I, man, I really I'm fucking I'm close to getting YouTube premium. I've been watching a lot more YouTube and the ads annoy me so much. And like I don't know, lately I've been getting like the oh, well, get ad blocker. <laughs> I do, I do have one, but I right. I, 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 watch, I, I, I remember we were talking about this, and that's what your girl dead ass told me. He's like, why don't you just use ad blocker? I'm like, first of all, I can't ad- download ad blocker on the PS5. It's not, exactly. it's not how it works. So <laughs> yeah, all the TVs, like, the fuck you expect me to do? Yeah, I watch YouTube on my iPhone. I can't fucking... I, I, can't, do it. I can't download anything like that. I have it on my Mac, but there's nothing else I could do. <laughs> like, the, they, I get the, I'll get, like, two 30-second ads, and it pisses me off. But, like, back I think to back... back unskippable? Fuck, yeah. <laughs> and But, like, I think back to, like, when we were kids, and it's like... Yeah, when I was a kid, the ads still annoyed me, but I had way more patience. Like, and they're all and the, skippable too, unless if they're literally five second ads, you you could skip every single fucking ad that popped up back then. Yeah, no, but I mean, I mean, like on cable television too. Like, you would wait like five. There would be like five minute commercial breaks, and I and I would. But as a kid, like I just sat there and watched all the commercials. Like nowadays, if, if if even if you're a kid and you're still stuck with cable television, you can always like you can always just whip out your phone and fucking do whatever you want during during the ads. But we couldn't do that. We just had to sit there and watch whatever schlock they're fucking peddling. I remember, I remember doing what I used to do was mute the TV when like the commercial started and do oh. like. Play on my DS <laughs> and like look up. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's over. Just close the DS and unmute the fucking TV. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but oh man, I I think the worst the worst channel that did it was Disney XD. That fucking channel. Ooh yeah. They they were the worst because they would they would show you you know like how every show has like that cold open like it like the show will start. It's something will happen and then cut to the theme song or cut to the title. Mm-hmm. So, so the like, so Disney XD would have the cold open, show the theme song, go to commercials, commercial. yep. and then they'd have the 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 commercial break in the middle of the episode, and then after the episode, like, oh my god, that's why I, even as a kid, I I drew, I reached the point where I'm like, you know what, I'm not even gonna bother, I'm not gonna bother with this shit, <laughs> and then fucking Disney changed Gravity Falls from their channel to Disney XD, and it broke my heart. <laughs> I feel a decision. I don't understand why they they made that decision, but you know, whatever. That was such a weird decision. I, I remember. I remember someone in class explained it to me, and they're like, "Oh, it's because you know, Gravity or the the second season, I think, because there's only two seasons, right? Yeah. The second season. Uh, oh, it's because the second season is a lot darker. And it's like, but is it really? Like, is it really that much darker? That it had to be all everything XD. Yeah. I think it was, I mean, in comparison to the first season, definitely, definitely darker. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's going to, like, make you shit your pants, but, like, I mean, the imagery was definitely darker. Like, I remember one of the, the, one of the episodes is the, the big mansion party, and then there's, like, that whole backstory of how the rich family never let in the people who built their freaking house all the poor people they didn't let them come into the mansion for the party so their ghosts come back to haunt them and like there's a scene where dipper and the rich girl are like in a they're like in a room surrounded by like those mounted animal heads that Mm -hmm. the hunters get and like the you start hearing the ghosts talking and like all the animal heads like their eyes start glowing and black liquid starts coming out of their mouths like it's pretty it's pretty gnarly for a kids show obviously and then there's a i remember the the season finale or the series finale uh the rich parents uh 
spoilers for a ten-year-old show, I guess. <laughs> when the when Bill Cipher finally the big old the the triangle demon finally takes over the world, and the rich parents are like, "Hey, we're rich. We'll offer you money, and as long as you don't kill us." And Bill's like, mm, "No," and he like snaps his fingers, and like the the, the dad's eyes pop out of his like they get sucked into his head, come out of his eyes, and like. I don't know. All his organs get reinverted. It's really gross. And it's like, <laughs> damn, that's that's hardcore. And he's like, obviously he can't talk, so he's like, you just hear his muffled screaming. It's like, damn, that's a little, that's fucked <laughs> up. That's pretty yeah. fucked. Yeah, I gotta rewatch it. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, no, I that that's why it hurts so much that the creator wanted to end it on his terms and like, hey, respect, but fuck you, because they had that show had so much potential. <laughs> Even they, hey, season two, they got J.K. Simmons in a main role. He's in there for a big old chunk. Oh, because he's uh, Stan's brother, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know the first time, but I, I whenever you watched the show, I think like a few years ago, I was like, "What the hell? Oh my god, that's J.K. Simmons. That's <laughs> crazy." Who was Fuck it? There? Also, <laughs> there's some. Hold on, there's someone else in there. I remember. Probably falls. There's another actor in there that I didn't uh, expect. Larry King? Coolio? Larry King? Larry King? Oh, yeah, they were in that. And Coolio in the fucking uh, Wax Museum episode. Oh, the actor who plays Mike in Breaking Bad was in Gravity Falls. He uh, he, he was the voice of Grunkle Stan's dad. That was freaking Mike. <laughs> <laughs> He only comes out in two episodes, but it's so it's it's so funny. <laughs> Just hearing Mike's voice in Gravity Falls. <laughs> oh man. Man, ten years. Fuck. I know, ten years. That was like man, what a good show. Just for the fact that they were able to build up so much mystery. So even when you're not watching the show, you're just doing so much at least i was all this speculation of like what the hell does this mean what does that mean like where's the show going because when you rewatch season one there's a lot of foreshadowing like you see bill cypher in random areas like all the time before he ever came out Uh, (laughs) all the conspiracy theory videos i used to watch back in the day because of that show (laughs) exactly yeah oh look at this frame there he is oh look here that's him right there (laughs) Yeah, so a lot of them were pretty stupid, but it's good. It's really I remember, good. I remember the one that blew my brain, like was the fucking the time traveler that he actually was in the in the previous episodes in the background. Yeah. You just yeah, never saw him. Because <laughs> I remember, like, I think I watched it allegedly through a certain site on the internet that may or may not have full episodes of shows you may or may not want to watch. I remember watching that episode, and I'm like, wait, really? So I will just obviously go back to the previous episodes, and I go frame by frame. I was like, oh, yeah, there he is. What the fuck? Yeah, I did that, too. I remember rewatching the first episode, and he's right there in the background. It's a re- It really <laughs> is a blink, and you'll miss it, but it, that's cr- it's crazy detail. I, I think the one that blew my mind the most was the fact that Grunkle Stan had a brother, because... There, when I would watch videos, people had videos like speculating that that exact theory that oh that's why he's trying to open the portal because his brother's in there, and I I genuinely thought like that's a huge stretch like no way like how <laughs> how are you how are you getting this, but like and but like because like one of the in the season one finale well the the penultimate episode, uh when they actually go into Grunkle Stan's mind there's one shot of a swing set. And one of the swings is just is normal. It's fixed. It's just swinging. And the other, but the one next to it is broken. And there's a pair of glasses uh, next to them. And people were theorizing like, oh, like that represents his brother. Like he lost his brother. I'm like, what? Like this is so dumb. Like this is such a stretch. No way. And then season two, he comes out the portal, and then the girl stands like, yeah, that's my brother. It's like, what? You're seriously? And like, in, the, in the season premiere of, of season two, exactly how it happens. Where he's under, in the in the first episode, we get the hint that like Gongoskip Stan is hiding something. But you see, yeah. activates the vending machine to go downstairs, <laughs> yeah. and you never see what's in there. So at the end of the season, he he reveals that like ah uh, he got all three books because he's trying to 
do something with them. And season two for me, it's just, yeah, it's just bad. They just give us exactly what people were theorizing for a couple of years at that point. When they had a brother. Because by the end of the episode, they're making fun of that. They're watching that dumb detective uh, duck show. Or oh, in that show, oh, there's yeah. a reveal or there's a brother. And all the characters are like, yeah, we knew that years ago. We knew that in the last season. We all knew that already. Why are you acting like it's such a big surprise? <laughs> yeah. They, they Alex have... Hirsch himself said it, that, like, an episode will just air. Like, five minutes after an episode aired, people already knew all the fucking secrets in the, in the episode. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Man, I love... I, I think we talked about this on a previous episode, but I, I miss that era where, like... Man, I hate that everything gets announced, like, either through the company themselves or just somehow people find out everything so fast. Like, how, like, how we already, like, we already knew that the three Spider-Men were going to be in No Way Home. We knew that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'm, oh, I'm still proud of that. I, was, <laughs> I didn't know that. I, it's, it blows my fucking mind that you didn't know that. It was everywhere for the whole, all of 2021. You no, couldn't. No, I, I know it away. was. I know it was. But, like. I don't know why I took their word so close because Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield were interviewed and they were both asked like, hey, you're going to be in the new movie? They're like, no, not at all. You really you really, you really, think if we're going to be in the movie like we would have known by now? Lo and behold, it's <laughs> fucking come out in the movie. Because I'm, I'm in the movie theater. I watched the scene happen I'm, and I literally said out loud, not too loud, but I literally say to myself, you lying bastards. <laughs> I really believe you weren't going to come out. <laughs> Did you just lie, bro? Did you just lie? Does she know? Does she know? <laughs> I love the fucking photo. It's a, Yeah, that's exactly who it was, actually. It was a photo of the Riddler fucking dripped out, and he's just, bro, did you just lie? <laughs> it's so funny. But yeah, I, I love, I, I used to love that. Cause it was like at first, at first, like in the in the mid 2010s, like it it was kind of cool, like knowing everything so fast. But now it's like, damn it, it really, it really takes the punch out of things. I, I it it's it's it it's not it's not like the effect is completely gone because like like the Spider Man, like yeah, it, it, it was it was everywhere, but like it was still technically speculation and rumors. Like it wasn't proven, except when they had the little. Like they leaked behind the scenes photos of of them like on set and everything. It's like there's a the, one of the most infamous ones is this one of Andrew Garfield like hanging onto a railing and behind him is a blue screen, and it's it's the it's the scene where they're at the construction site and they're about to fight the villains, and like that got leaked and people were in a huge war of like ah oh, this is fake this is fake and other people were like no it's real it's real, so like. At least there's still that big speculation. So when you go watch the movie, unless some dickhead spoils it for you, it's like, oh shit, it's real. Because like the new Spider-Man still came as a pretty, pretty cool surprise. Because I mean, like, yeah, I saw the photos and I, I couldn't escape the fucking theories, but it wasn't confirmed. <laughs> and man, you just gotta do what I do: just delete all social media until like a month or two after the thing came out. That's exactly what I do for Choose of the Kingdom. <laughs> I still know I've, nothing about that, and I, I've I've only played it for a few hours, and still blows my mind that I was able to get no spoilers whatsoever. I'm enjoying the fuck out of the game, by the way. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I did. There was something that re- released a while ago that I actually deleted all my social medias just for for a while until I saw it. But I'm trying to remember what I don't remember. Hey, I just gotta say. There's like one moment in Fear of the Kingdom where you see an animal without his face. God damn, I was so gruesome. What the fuck? Nah, I'm, I'm making, I'm poking fun at one of our friends who like spoiled a moment in a movie in Guardians 3. <laughs> oh! Because in, in our group chat, uh, some of the guys, including Marco, has seen Volume 3 of Guardians of the Galaxy. And even though Marco was actually trying not to say like any spoilers, our son was le- legit saying explicit details of yeah. moments in it, and it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, really? Yeah, I didn't do all that. They then they threw me in there. It's like, hey, I, I didn't spoil shit. All I said is it was gory and bloody. I didn't say what happens. Cause yeah, no, that sucked. I I I hate that. Cause like I remember I've had people like spoil stuff for me where like they'll say like. 
a lot of, I feel like some people think that spoilers are just big plot points and plot twists and reveals. But for me, honestly, even like jokes and specific scenes, like even that spoiler to me, like I don't want to know that this oh, character get sure. like. Even if you just tell me, like, oh, dude, like, this, a character gets their face ripped off. Like, well, don't, don't tell me. I want to be shocked. The, the worst of it is when, like, nah, I was just kidding, bro. That's a lie. That's not a spoiler. It was like, oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. Then it's, then it's not going to happen. Uh, someone, uh, a YouTuber that I watched named Tamago, he, he did a review on, like, his pet peeves, like, what he, what he finds annoying. And he said, uh, like, spoilers, like, two ways. The first part is, like, saying spoilers straight up without giving a warning or here's an example of IGN where they set a major spoiler and afterwards that's when they put up the spoiler warning on the screen is like are you fucking serious like what's the fucking point you already said it and the second one he said was like when people pretend to spoil something for you then they say nah it's just a lie mate like it's not true he said like I could be sitting on my chair seeing a tree impale the motherfucker and just be like this and just his avatar, like, stone face, like, not not showing any emotion. The tree could grow arms and start choking him out, and I'd be like this. <laughs> just, like, stone-faced. <laughs> yeah, I, I... I hate getting put on the spot, too. Like, if you just saw a movie and someone asks you, oh, does this character die? Uh, just, like, even if you, even if you just say, sleep? like... Yeah, Did you like, watch the movie yourself? I gotta tell you. Yeah, I don't because even if even if you just say, uh, "I'm not gonna tell you," I'm gonna tell you. Like people are, are gonna, oh, they do, they do. It's like don't fucking ask, then don't ask. But is there really the answer? Why are you asking? <laughs> yeah, it's that simple. Even for even when like even if I I even I even don't like I hate I hate being told like obviously not not including like superhero movies because like. Obviously, the heroes aren't going to die. But, like, when someone says, like, I'm excited for a movie and, like, it looks like a pretty, like, it's going to be, like, kind of a dark movie or, like, at least, like, the stakes are pretty high. So that kind of feels like, oh, man, like, some of the characters may actually die. And, like, I don't like being told, like, oh, no, that character doesn't die. It's like, don't tell me that. That takes that takes away the stakes. Like, I, I, I like being concerned, like, oh, man, are they, gonna, are they actually going to die? But if you tell me, oh, no, they'll be fine, it's like, ah, damn it, like, I don't want to know that. Damn it, I just got reminded of Gamora's death in Infinity War. <laughs> oh, that was spoiled for me, god damn it. Yeah, I got, Wait, I got Iron Man. The worst thing is when laugh in your face, too. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, you oh, you're so cool, dog. You're so... You must have a big dick, huh, between those fucking legs, huh? <laughs> you must have a big old dick, huh? That's how you feel right now? Exploiting <laughs> shit? Yeah, it's so fuck, man. Like, I remember for for Endgame, Endgame, I deleted all my social medias. I literally the day of that I was gonna go watch the movie. I had I had my earbuds in all of school day. I was chilling. I was I was I was oh I was in my last class. I was almost home and I was gonna go watch the movie. And this fucking little shit eating freshman busts through the doors. Iron Man dies. Ah, oh, the like the one moment I didn't have my earbuds in, I was actually so pissed, and <laughs> I tried to do that like mental gymnastics. I feel like people, a lot of people do. It's like, oh, like he doesn't actually die. Like, he's just joking. He's lying. Like he's it's probably not true, but see, you can't help it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you, you start thinking about, it, you're like, oh, they just announced that Robert Downey Jr.'s contract with Marvel is now officially over. It might yeah. be true. <laughs> yeah, and it's and also like, there's a million characters in that movie. Why would they say this one character? It's like, god damn it. And they could say the whole fucking planet, half the planet dies or some shit. It's like, and there's like, I I I've told this story before as well, but like. In, in my science class when someone did the exact same fucking thing and their their defense is like but I haven't seen the movie so I don't know if it's true and it's like okay they can it's like you know what you're doing don't, don't act coy <laughs> oh, man well we're at the one hour mark uh, are you going to be able to do the second episode or well I was going to you know wait until 
recording stopped so I could go check real quick. <laughs> I'm not gonna check live on air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, just air on my business like that, Marco. Why don't you? All right. I broke. Okay, we're kind of breaking the fourth wall here. Yeah. The sorry. Oops. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> to the episode. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Or or will we? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, there might be an behind. <laughs> All right. Well, who's anyway. gonna die? It's not gonna be me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know what's gonna happen. I know who dies next time on Dos Hermanos. Definitely won't be Marco Wing Queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any last thing to say? Uh, play play Tears of the Kingdom if you can. Really great so new, far. I still need to play Breath of the Wild. Really good. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I still need to play Mario Odyssey. That thing has been sitting in my Switch. The cartridge is in there. It's been there for like two years. I haven't touched it yet. Damn it. <laughs> uh, one day, though. Yeah, the, right. the big dog. And you haven't played either. <laughs> Literally, the big three I haven't played. I, I, have, I have Kirby. I have Mario. I don't have Breath of the Wild, but I want it. Still haven't played any of them. <laughs> All right. Um, Goodbye, everybody. Later.